Got Your Back Podstream is brought to you by Kinprint. For all your company's promotional needs, they do it all. Apparel, promotional products using the highest quality brands. They do logo design, signage, and printing. Kinprint will promote your brand with excellence. Visit kinprint.ca. I love podcasting on a Sunday night. Happy Sunday night to you. Or if you're catching us on your morning drive, happy Monday morning. Hope your week is off to a good start so far. Welcome to Got Your Back, YEG, brought to you by Sherwood Buick GMC, our proud title sponsor. You know, if you go lease a 2023 terrain right now, it'll cost you 226 bi-weekly. And if you mention that the crew at Got Your Back sent you, You'll get specialized pricing as a bonus. You're also going to get three free ultimate detail packages on any new vehicle you buy. So go see Phil and the crew in Sherwood Park at Sherwood Buick GMC or check them out online, www.gmcpod.com. Jason Strudwick and Rob Brown standing by. How you feeling, Oiter fan? You a little more relaxed 24 hours later or so? I'm thinking not. Uh, we are sitting here in our uh, beautiful long shot studio. Looking forward to this week, by the way. Struds and I will be shooting our podcast live Thursday at the Sherwood Park location. So come on in to check out the game. Enjoy the great food. You can see us doing our thing. October 19th, puck drop is at 5.30. And we will be doing a post-game podcast. Brownie, the group is back together. Struds <laughs> and I have missed you, buddy. It's... You know, we know that post games you're busy and you can't always join us doing your thing on 6:30 Ched with Reed. So that's why we love these Sunday nights, man, cuz these these I don't know why. These Sunday nights have, I've just really enjoyed these live streams on Sunday night brown. Well, it's better because it was really hard doing the show last night with Reed and then having you guys on the TV beside as I'm watching you guys disappointed in some of the things Strud said, but you know, <laughs> no, I, it was really it was hard. I, but then a couple of things you said, Ryan, though, I was able to incorporate in my post game with Reed. So it worked Making out really you better. well. Making you better, Brownie. This has been a this has been a self-improvement exercise for you being part of Got Your Back. Struds, you're not watching the Giants. Why? Yeah, well, they're as I kind of as a I fan speak, are you. I believe that they're uh they're up by maybe is it nine six or something like that? But it's I, I just I, what's the difference if I watch or not? They're they're not they're not making the playoffs. There's going to be uh, you know some improvement, or probably a high draft pick. So what's the difference? Like what are you what are you cheering for? Like what do you? There's, there's no see, cheering. Here, see, but stress on this one here. What a fan! I felt that way a couple of years when you were playing for the Oilers. Why am I watching you? <laughs> yeah. You guys aren't making the playoffs. Yeah. Why am I doing this? A lot show? of nights I sat up there. I was getting paid to do it, Brown. I think you were too. So was I. And I was we like, still didn't want to be there. Worth it. Right. <laughs> I was a price. Of, I was worth the price of admission. You know, I got in the yeah. old dust up and a couple uh, great well, yeah. passes. But like, you look at the Giants. Like, you know, their head, their number one quarterbacks out. Their number one running backs back. Last time I checked, they had forty yards. Like, it's just, it's not, it's not working. Until they fix the offensive line, it really doesn't make a difference. Hmm. Boy, so, if hmm. I ever own a sports team, I want to just a pile of fans like you, Struds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why well, fix problems? I'd address the offensive line. I'd go and solve the problem. That's what your job is, right? Well, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm just saying, as a fan, that's as fair weather, disengaged, yeah. oh, apathetic. No. How far you, into the season are we? And you're you're already shut down to the point of not even wanting to watch the games. But I've been like, that fan, is not being a fan. I've been a fan since probably 1985. You're not a fan. I am a fan. I've been there through thick. And your thin. team's actually winning right now. Your I team's know. beating one of the best teams in the NFL. I know. Well, yeah, but let's be and honest. You're not, like you're, this is where you're supposed to rush the field and pull down. The, the yeah. goalposts, and instead, you're uh, that is apathetic. Yeah. Wow, let's not get too excited. The 49ers lost today. Like, let's not let's start. I believe the Jets beat the Eagles today. The and Eagles they, lost today, too. Yeah, if the Giants beat the Bills, like, really, is it that exciting? Like, hmm. yeah, I don't know. Let's, let's not get too excited here. This is this is a bit much. You're not a fan. I'm sorry. I'm if a you, huge fan. If huge you are fan. past the point of even paying attention to your team's games. Over 35 years invested in this team. I'm I'm invested. You're I not am, invested. I am if you're invested. checked out this no at this point in the I, season. I, I, I'm not checked out. Like I'd rather see them play a team that's average and maybe have a, a good game. This is a slot. they're winning. They're slot beating fat. Buffalo. 
slop. Complete slop. Uh, we are live streaming tonight on Twitter and on YouTube. Can't wait for our, our Ask Us Anything segment because we're going to involve all of you on the stream. And by the way, for those of you asking for it, it's going to happen. In our takeaway segment tonight, that's our second segment, we're going to take Strutty's harebrained idea from Strutty's World last night. Remember that little thing he mentioned about get McDavid and Dreisaitl off the ice after like 15 seconds of power play time? Ten. They want to get more. They want three full power play units. And for those guys to not not really get to pay the, play the power play anymore, we're going to throw that at Rob Brown because Rob Brown was not on the podcast last night when Strud's had his say. And the people want to know what Brownie has to say. So that is in segment number two. Uh, as I said, we're live streaming, guys. We might have the gem of the night here, the flex of the night from original Poozar, who says... Uh, Popping in, oh, first he refers to himself in the third person. So he says, OP, original Poozar, <laughs> popping in to say he's excited for the Strudwick versus Brown should they play power play two discussion. Got to yeah. sign off, though. Need to save the content for the morning two-hour lift session plus sprints. Wow. Ooh. So original Poozar has some big gym plans that he wanted yeah. to share with the rest of us. I hope you when I played after. pro hockey, I don't know if I had a two-hour lift session in a week, oh, let alone in the morning. I showered with you. I know you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Time for the breakdown. Change of subject brought to you by Adrenaline Diesel, Edmonton's heavy-duty diesel truck repair shop, a unique shop for a couple of reasons, their ability to do custom jobs. We're talking about custom exhausts and engines, custom body work. If you can think of it, they can get it done. They're also the Ghostbusters. If something is wrong with your engine and no one can figure it out, oh, they love that kind of a challenge. Go see Marty and his staff. They won't quit until they get you an answer. High standards, great service. Visit AdrenalineDiesel.ca. Anything else you want to let us know about uh, you and Brownie and your shower time, Struds, or are we we're good to move on from that? I sh I've showered with hundreds of men, like literally hundreds. I, I've seen it all, man. So I know when someone is in shape, someone else. I didn't have to do fitness testing. You can just only go in there and shower with all the guys. Who's in shape? I'll tell you who's in shape right here. No problem. Uh, Steve, Steve, we got to clip that. Uh, I'm writing this down, too, because, I mean, the, the gem of the night is done. I've showered. showered hundreds of men. Hundreds, hundreds of men. Hundreds. I've seen it all. All right. Guys, I've seen United it all. Think about it. All the years. Probably average of 30 to 35 guys a year times 16, 17 years. It's a lot of men. There's not much. Stress has had a lot of men in his day. He's had a lot of men guys. in his day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Sunday night, hey? We're all a little, uh, little punchy after a long day yesterday. Um, okay, Brownie, first off, just because we didn't have you the last couple of post games. Just one overarching question for you. Like, how yeah. bad has it been here through two games? Well, it, it, it's bad. The expectations for this team was Stanley Cup or bust. And that's coming from the players. And then the media talked about it. The fans talked about it. Uh, and the others have given up, what, 12 goals in two games. The one thing they talked about all summer long, we're going to be better defensively. That's the whole thing that we're going to do. We, we, we trust our power play. We trust our offense. We're going to score goals. But we're going to be better defensively. And they've given up 12 goals in two games against a team that didn't make the playoffs the last couple of years. So uh, this is not what anyone expected. Uh, game one was one where there was no battle level. And that's not just throwing gasoline on a fire. That came right from the coaches and the players. Game two, they played better. But the, the, the problem for the Oilers last year seeped into their game this year where they have to score five goals or six goals to win a hockey game. You know, Stuart Skinner thought he played all right last game. And look at three of the goals he had absolutely no chance on, but you still mm -hmm. have to score five goals to win because you give up four. So uh, it's early. But there is some of the things that they needed to correct have not been corrected in the games one and two of the season. Struddy, what do you, uh, upon further reflection... Yeah, You know, how far are they away from the game that they need to be playing? Well, I think Brownie just nailed it. And, you know, I, I slept on this last night. I actually reviewed some of the game again uh, today. I watched some of it. And, you know, the, the, I guess the good thing, like the first game, okay, we're going to put it to the side. But the things that have to co correct are kind of smaller details. 
But oftentimes those small details are really hard to change because those are your habits, right? Those are the habits that you have as yeah. a player and as a group. And you have to change that. You have to to make it so it's um just becomes habit where you, you know, for example, tie up a, a player's stick in front of your own net, right? Like that should be that should be something you know. That's something you should be do as a D man. I, I took a lot of pride in that, and others should do as well because those aren't great plays. It's you're allowing them to have their way in front of your net. So let's discuss reasons for concern and reasons for calm. I'm going to put that to both of you guys. Let's start with uh, let's start with reasons for concern because I think that uh, at zero and two, why press the positive button just yet? <laughs> So, Struds, you can well, go first. Well, Brownie, did you want to jump the line? Oh, it looked like you were ready to go, bud. Well, okay, now that you say that. Um, you yeah, are well, the number one analyst on the show, so you basically <laughs> get to go when you want to go. Well, I watched your show last year. It's a low bar to hop over. Um, <laughs> things to concern. Uh, Reasons discipline. for concern. D discipline. Discipline was a problem last year in the playoffs. It was a problem in the preseason. It was a problem in game one. Uh, to the ice time allotment. And I know that Strud talked about it a lot, and the Oilers talked about it. They said one of the things that Vegas was able to do was roll four lines, and they had trust in all four lines. In game two of the season, the Oilers' fourth line played five minutes, and probably a minute of that was on penalty kill. So they got about four minutes worth of five-on-five -five ice time. They talked about they want to have Leon and Connor on separate lines to be able to roll in the playoffs. They've gone back to Leon and Connor together in both games quickly uh other things that concern it's the little details that Strauss talked about tying up in front of the net but to me the biggest one on those goals that are uh, guys sometimes good offensive players will get their stick free in front of the net the others aren't getting in shooting lanes quinn hughes uh he, every time he shot the puck it got to the net and in the mm -hmm. first two games how many goals were scored on either deflections in front or ones that went straight in where the goalie couldn't see that means the the others forwards aren't getting in shooting lanes and pucks are getting through. So those are some of the things that the Oilers need to be concerned about. They can fix, but they are concerns. Brownie took all of them, Struts. So he I took did. all of the reasons. Sorry, I, did, I, I must have misheard. I thought you said one, not not a whole <laughs> a book. I, I got a overachiever, though, Struts. Holy jeez, unbelievable. Okay, I, luckily, he didn't touch the one that's the most important. That's what makes me so special as an analyst on this program. And it's a five-on-five -five play. It's a five-on-five five play. You know, this is something that uh, we we talked about earlier or before the season. I said I, what I want to see our successful season would be these guys raising uh, kind of their goals against per game up uh, or or down, I guess, kind of moving up the chains as far as where they're at. And instead, they've gone the other way, um, and just massive amount of five-on-five five goals against, and that's a big issue, right? They got to find a way to stem that. And there's a lot of talk about it, and I think there maybe would be a bit of uh, an adjustment period here. But that the five on five play for me, Shogger, is absolutely humongous, and uh, what they need to figure out. Oh, Brownie disappeared for a minute, but uh, I think he's back now. Brownie, can you hear us? You're okay. Yeah, yeah I can hear you. I just froze, and I it was actually I froze listening to Struds, but I wanted to make it like I didn't want to embarrass him, so I pretended <laughs> it was a <the> computer. <laughs> Man, we got a lot of internal competition going. Me too. Me too. I it's like good. That. Raises <laughs> our games. Uh, okay, why have neither of you mentioned the penalty kill yet? I'm talking about broad reasons for concern, yeah. not things that can just, you know, you snap your fingers and can fix just by working harder or by, by, by being a little bit smarter. Penalty kill is a concern. It needs to be better this season, guys. It was 20th last season at 77%. They want to make market improvement on it, and it has not been good so far this year, and that is a concern. I don't know you to snap your fingers and fix that. So to me, the penalty kill of all the things that are going wrong, to me, that's the one where you go, is it just going to suddenly get better? I, I'm not sure. Uh, so that's a big one for me. Am I, am I overreacting? No. Well, no, what is that? It hasn't been good at all. Yeah, because is it any worse than what? Like, what is it at right now? I, I honestly, like, I mean. 55.6%. Yeah, so pretty small. Power play goals against. Yeah, so that's pretty small. Yeah, like last night, what was it? One for three that last night? One for three on the penalty kill or one for two? Uh, I think well, it was one for four, but I think Vancouver had two very, very short power plays okay. included okay. in that. Yeah. No, I, I yeah, I, I think saying, man, that, it hasn't looked great. And, and I don't, no. I don't nope. call it being great and not that the preseason matters that much either. This is an important part of their team. They want to make better and it's yeah. not a good start. 
No, it isn't. And the problem with, well, the reality with situations like that, just like the goals against, um, you know, when you we started with these types of massive numbers against, it's hard to, you got to work really hard to get that down, right? To bring that average down. It doesn't just happen after two more games. Even if they had two shutouts, they're still, you know, averaging three goals against the game. So, uh, you know, in the next four games. So it's, it's a pretty big challenge for them to change this up. Brownie, if I ask for reasons for optimism, are you are you going to give us five, or are you going to give us yeah. one or two? Reason, reason, <laughs> reason, reason. Okay, reason one. Um, no, reason just reason. for calm. Not one, just, just reason? reason. The team they have assembled, it's good. I like that one. Very broad. I like how you I didn't mean that you thing. weren't allowed to explain yeah. yourself and have a conversation well, about it. This is a team that many picked Podcast. to win the Stanley Cup. That it, It's the same team they had last year. Yeah. And they added to it. They got Connor Brown. Uh, so they're better than last year. They got Ekholm for the full year. This is, a, it, to me, the, the first two games, let's not just focus on those. Let's focus on this is the team that they felt could win the Stanley Cup. Same team is here. They're healthy. Uh, this team will get better. Some of those 41 shots that they threw last night against the Vancouver goaltender, uh, Smith would, would have, will go in in the next game. So to me, the, the reason to be calm is this is the same team everyone expected to win the Stanley Cup. Nobody's hurt. Nobody is, uh, they, the talent didn't disappear. It isn't like that Space Jam where all the NBA players' talent got pulled out of them by aliens. <laughs> These guys still have their talent. So yeah, I'm not worried. Uh, I'm still calm because this is still the same team that we expect to be top five in the NHL. Struds, reason. Uh, you have microphone trouble there, Struds? No, I just I was just doing some arm curls. I like that one. <laughs> I, I really like that one. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the third line. I've really liked McLeod, Holloway, and Fogel. I like the energy they've been bringing. Mm. Um, you made a good point the other night, Shogger, saying that you know they do have to score, but. You know, I think if you are you're getting on the forecheck and you're using your speed and driving the puck, like I think eventually that's the byproducts of goal scoring. So I like what we're seeing there because it's a little different than the other line. So I'm very I'm calm because of what I say of that third line. What do you got, Shogger? I'm gonna well, I'll go back to what I said the other night. I mean, if your reason for optimism is that their third line is playing like a really good fourth line. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean, they're playing with energy. They're playing well, they're pushing pace, but like I said, the other night, something's got to go. Like you got to third liners, you got to, you got to get some offense going and we'll give them a little bit of time. I don't disagree. Like they've, they've been good and that's, that's important. They push pace and I think that's good. My reason for optimism is that Matias Ekholm is going to be way better than he was in that second game. He wasn't even available in the first game. He looked like a guy who was playing his first game of the season. And he missed all of preseason. He's going to play a lot of minutes, and he's going to play them with a lot more reliability and robustness uh, than he did that game. They're going to get a lot more quality out of that critical piece than what they have so far. And I think that's going to make a big difference back there. Yeah, I can dig it. I think that that that, that does calm things down. And it, it took one game for the Nurse Bouchard pairing to be split. <laughs> okay, let's talk about that, right? So we 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 one we game speculated this, and I, I said to Jay Woodcroft during training camp, this Nurse Bouchard thing is it something that you would like to give a prolonged look? And he said, yes, we would. They had intentions of wanting to see this now. You could make the argument, Brownie, that the reason they changed it was because Matias Ekholm was coming back, playing his first game of the year, his most comfortable last season. He played with Evan Bouchard nonstop. He was in no position to carry Philip Broberg in that game last night. So Jay Woodcroft could say the reason that he split the pairings up was because Ekholm was just getting back. Fair? Or Nurse and Bouchard just needed to go? Well, you could have said that, but if that was the case, you could have put Ekholm with CeCe, and then you could have had Kulak protect Broberg. Uh, to me, and I said this right from day one with Nurse and, and, and Bouchard, they're both high-event hockey players. And high-event hockey players playing together sometimes doesn't work out well, especially if you're playing against the other team's top players. You're sh you're, you want to be a shutdown pairing. Well, you, you can't have both guys jumping into the play. A great example was Nurse getting caught up on the 2-on-0 goal. That's a high-event hockey player. Lots of things happen on the ice when Nurse is out there, as do does when Bouchard is. And when you put those two together, sometimes you're playing with fire. I think both those players are better if they've got a safety valve. CeCe, 
for Nurse and Ekholm for Bouchard. I think those are much better pairings. Yeah, I think we've got to be careful. Ekholm, it's not like this is his first year in the NHL, right? And he's coming back. He missed the tra training camp. It's not like he missed uh, the first half of the season. So I think he could have played with whoever you want him to play with. I really do. I, I really don't think he could have done that. I, I just don't see... And it's, you're playing Vancouver, you're not playing the Stanley Cup champions. Like, I I, I think you, like, honestly, I, I can't speak for Brian, but I know when I played, I, I needed one exhibition game, I would have been fine. Here's an example. I went to Switzerland, I played there, I came back, and I was uh, I was on a, a few-day bender after the season in Switzerland. Flying home, I get a call, daughter or the uh, Rangers want you to come back and play for us. I'm like, wow, okay, well, I'm in whatever, Atlanta. So I fly all the way home, fly all the way back the next day. I haven't skated in five days. I played in the Swiss League where I was very good. And I just played. I jumped in the NHL and started playing. Like, it was like no big deal. Like, so, you know, that was from one league to a way better league. So I think you got to – How old were you? I don't have to hold them with velvet gloves here. This is an NHL player. How old were you? Uh, at that time, I would have been like 31, 32. Right. So here's the thing, though, Struz. He – he has been scrapping and battling his way to get back from a hip flexor slash groin situation. Right. So, I mean, if it were a shoulder, it would be different. But Ekholm doesn't have a ton of speed to burn, and I thought he looked like he was fighting it speed-wise in that game. So, I respectfully, I disagree. I think it would have been a mistake to play Ekholm with Philip Broberg in that game, and I do think that was a huge driver in Woodcroft's decision to split Nurse and Bouchard up. Yeah, but Ryan on close that, second to Nurse Bouch Bouchard's play together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Bouch but putting Bouchard with Ekholm doesn't make it easier for Ekholm. Yeah. Bouchard is high event. If you wanted to make it easier for Ekholm, you put him with CC. If you mm. think you know what, we're going to bring him in Fair. a little slower. Bring him with CC, and I have no problem with that. And he did look rusty, one hundred percent. He doesn't get beat like he did by Lafferty on the the game winning goal. Normally, that's not Ekholm. Ekholm plays that better. But he's, uh, again, rusty. And I don't, and as you get older, and I knew what it was like at the end of my career, the feet aren't there. And if you don't have the proper training camp, it's going to affect you. But putting him with Bouchard, to me, didn't make it easier for Ekholm to play in that game. More familiar. Playing him with CeCe. Yeah, familiar, but still familiar. Again, he's a high event player, Bouchard. And Bouchard, he's had an off first two games of the season. And that's a lot of work for Ekholm. All of a sudden, you're covering up for an offensive defenseman. CC plays a much safer game. Yeah, I, I think that they just put it back to what feels safe for the coaching staff. I really, I really think that's mm. it. That's how I feel. Interesting. Uh, let's get to the Weiss Johnson YouTube mentions. Edmonton's first choice for all your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing needs. Their certified technicians are available 24-7 year-round to ensure that you can get help. Whatever you need help for their team is committed to total customer satisfaction no matter what time of day it is all their technicians are certified and have undergone a complete background check they're reliable right give them a call 780-463-3096 jingle uh comment in from va i like rob brown that's that's it that's the comment <laughs> From VA. I like him oh. or I'd like him. No, not I'd like him. It says, I like Rob Brown. It was a compliment to you, Brownie. That's, well, nice that's very hear. nice. Well, thank you very much. Was that VA? VA? Yeah. Yeah. Well, VA, I like VA too. All right. Uh, John Mark Turner says, greetings from Thailand. So uh, greetings back at well, that's you. That's pretty cool. It's actually that's pretty cool. I can see on our uh, in our analytics and stuff, all the different places that people have tuned in from. You guys wouldn't believe the number. I mean, all your fans are everywhere. Yeah. But so has got your back. We are spread out. We are global. Right. International. We are. Yeah, we are Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> we are. We are. Okay. Uh, that was the breakdown brought to you by Adrenaline Diesel. A very short break. When we come back, we're going to dive into uh, the idea that McDavid Dreisaitl Hyman, Nugent, Hopkins need to have their power play time trimmed back in order for the Oilers to score more. Uh, Struddy will defend the position. Brownie will lean in on it. A lot's more to come on the podcast. Hey, everyone. It's Kelly here from United Sport & Cycle. The wait is over. United's annual hockey day sale is finally here. Save 20% off on select CCM and Bauer skates. Save 35% off on all Bauer and CCM Pro Stock sticks. And save up to 25% off on select Bauer and CCM equipment. 
And for you goalies, save up to 20% off select Bauer, Warrior, and CCM goal gear. Trust the experts at your home of hockey for over 95 years. United Sport and Cycle. Are you ready to elevate your moving experience? Trusted for over 100 years, Ferguson Moving and Storage are your partners in relocation, ensuring your journey is smooth and stress-free. And say goodbye to surprises with Ferguson's transparent flat rate pricing. Contact them now for a free moving quote and use the promo code FERGUSON to receive $100 off your next move. Visit fergusonmoving.com and let them lift your expectations. All right, let's keep the program moving along. Time for takeaways brought to you by our good friends over at Martin Motorsports, your one-stop marine and recreation shop. The snow will be here before you know it. It's on the way, and you're going to want to be ready to ride. Visit Martin Motorsports and check out their lineup of pre-owned sleds, all priced to sell so you can enjoy winter with a new-to-you machine. Stop in their West or South Edmonton locations or check out their pre-owned lineup Everything is online at martinmotorsports.ca. Uh, okay, Brownie, Struddy's World last night. Uh, Strud's, how do we want to do this? I think I'm just going to – you don't have to redo the whole Struddy's World. Yeah, but I yeah. want, And we're poking a lot of fun at you here, bud. But you do make an interesting point that a lot of people agreed with. I'll let you make your bullet points okay. here to Brownie on what you're saying about the power play. I'll be short, concise, and correct. So what's happened is that <laughs> I, I believe when you look at the, the, the ice time that's going out there, um, it, it, it's it's so heavily tilted to the top guys, the lower, the, the bottom six aren't able to get going. So last night, the, basically for the kind of the top guys, it was around 25, 24, 26 minutes. The next grouping of guys was at 15. The next grouping is at 10. The next grouping is at 6. I want to compare it to Vancouver, even at the best comparison, they had one player over 20 minutes, and that was JT Miller. One player, and I believe their, their lowest guy was around seven, eight minutes. That player actually scored. So they have a more compact group where everyone feels like they're in, in the group. So I believe one way to make that ice time more equitable is that you pull uh, some of the guys off the top unit after a minute, 75 seconds. You put in a second grouping. So now let's say the second group is Kane, McLeod, and, and Connor Brown. Let's just say that. Then they play that shift. Then you can come out with a third line. So now you're getting three players in three shifts rather than two groups of players over three shifts. And it gets more guys involved in the game. That was one of the strengths when Woodcroft came in. I believe it's now one of the weaknesses of the club, Brownie. Are That's why I'm proposing. Three power play units? No, no. But but because you have to keep in mind, it's because uh, the first shift after the power play, right? So right. 75 okay. seconds first unit. Second unit gets 45 seconds. Then you have a third line that comes out. So now you have nine players forwards playing. Right now, they have six playing in that same time span I'm talking about. I mean, I, I see what you're saying, Strads, and a lot of it's correct. I think that the Oilers' power play can be uh, – it's gamemanship, depending what what is in the game. If, if we're in the third period of a one-goal game, then go continue doing what you're doing, where – uh, the Connor and Leon group can stay out the whole two minutes, which they do. The one thing that is hard to defend on an Euler power play, most teams have a one and two unit. And if you survive the best unit, because there's always a big difference. Well, everyone sure. loads up yeah. their first power play. The, the Leafs, the, the Lightning, all of them. So if you survive that first minute 10, second unit comes out, all of a sudden there's a big sigh of relief. You can put your second pairing defense out, your second or third group of forwards out. And it's not as tax taxing with the Oilers because they play the whole time you're all of a sudden Connor and Leon now are going against the second or third pairing and that's where the Oilers score a lot of power play goals is late because the opposition doesn't get that relief of them leaving the ice you ice the puck twice you want a couple big face-offs there's 40 seconds left we survived it oh no here comes Connor bringing the puck up the ice and that's again the Oilers have the best power play in the history the history of the NHL it's hard to stop them. Now, there are times during games, middle of the second period, you got a two-goal lead, first power play doesn't score in a minute 10, whistle goes, yes, get a second unit out. And here's one of the reasons why, is it's hard to score five on five. It's hard to gain offensive confidence if you are uh, anyone that's not on the first power play unit. A guy like Evander Kane, who everyone thought, I mean, I know some great smart analysts thought he could score 50. 
But there's other guys that have said, you know, he's a 30 or four goals or 40 goal scorer. Yeah. He's not getting first power play minutes. The offensive confidence isn't there. And then you start trickling down. I know that Ryan was talking about a third line. McLeod and Fogle and Holloway, they never get out on a power play unit, ever. They're only ever playing five on five. So it's really hard to ask for offensive juice from guys that get no offensive confidence. So that goes to Strutty's point that at some point you do need to use a second unit. And if someone gets hurt, you need to see what they're capable of doing. So I think it's about what point of the game, how the game is going, the flow of the game will allow you to put a second power play unit out there. But the biggest weapon the Oilers have, the best thing they have about their team is their power play. So you can't completely say every power play is going to be split up because that takes away the Oilers' biggest weapon. Yeah, I hear it. I guess the what is the cost to the team by those guys staying out like for the, the full two minutes or or you know whatever it is well, a minute forty five and that is well I I'm can, looking bigger picture because they had the best mm-hmm. power play in the league last year Brownie they didn't win the Stanley Cup so no one hundred percent they need more than that right no they they do but there were, were there's other reasons why they didn't win the Stanley Cup it, there was something to do with defensive play and average goaltending so it wasn't the fact that their power play didn't take time off i can tell you though as a player late in my career i played in pittsburgh and i was on their second unit the guy that i got to take off the power play was yarmer yager <laughs> so you're sitting on the bench coach yeah. comes down brownie you got yager and you're like you okay <laughs> i'll be ready coach <laughs> yeah two minutes and 45 seconds later my next shift has already gone out without me so there is it, it does affect your confidence wise if you're sitting on the bench yeah. and you don't have the, the coaches don't have faith in you to be able to do it done. Evander Kane is a, a power play guy in any team in the National Hockey League. And he's just getting scraps right now with the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. Brownie, do you believe that through the course mm-hmm. of an 82 game season, if Dylan Holloway, if Connor Brown, if to a degree Evander Kane sit on the bench and watch the top power play unit take a minute 45? of every single power play that when it's their turn in big moments in games at even strength or when they are needed because you're playing against a deep four line team, that their offensive confidence, their feeling of being part of it won't be where it needs to be. And I think that's what Struddy is saying that it's not just about winning a game that night. It's about the long haul and getting more players involved so that more guys are taking a bigger piece of it so that when it gets down to the absolute toughest it's ever going to be, you got more guys in the ring offensively than just watching those other guys do it. So what's the cost over the course of the season to those second-tier offensive players? No, you're right, and that's where I talked about with Strides is when you're an offensive player, the longer these guys look at zero in the stat sheet beside their names when it comes to goals, the more it affects them confidence-wise. And the more it's going to be written about and talked about, you talked about it tonight already, about the third line, they need more juice, more offensive production from them. Well, so far in the Oilers' first two games, there's only been one even strength goal score by the Oilers. And the top six have played a ton of minutes and have only got one goal. So you're asking for more from the third line. Well, if the third line, if a Holloway or a Brown or a Kane get out on the power play, and all of a sudden one of those goes, I mean, Kane fires one in, it gets a rebound, they get a goal, that's a little bit more confidence. And I can tell you as an offensive player, when you score or you create or you're on the ice for an off, for a goal, it it starts bleeding into your game. And all of a sudden, you feel a little mm-hmm. bit better. You want to get out there again. So, yes, 100%. In the NHL, it's hard to score in the NHL. And we've seen that through two games. The Oilers have got one even strength goal. Their power play scores all their goals. So, yes, I, that's why I say there's parts of the game where the Oilers should get their second unit out there. And there's other parts of the game where the Oilers – I'm down a goal in the third period. I'm going with my first unit, and they're staying out the whole two minutes because that gives us our best chance at that point. See, the flip side of this is why are Connor and Leon killing penalties? You know, they, they, if you look at the minutes the other night, they both had over a minute in penalty killing time. So if you want to involve other players, are they that mm-hmm. good at penalty because you put those guys out there? Like you, you, The reason Leon's out is because yeah. he wins face-offs. That's why he's on the ice. That's no. why Leon's on the ice. The reason Connor's out is because he's dangerous and can score shorthanded goals. Yeah, so, I think I talked about the order penalty kill needing to be better struds. Yeah. I don't think that's the way Jay Woodcroft measures it. I don't think he measures it by percentages number number killed. 
I think he wants to take the number of shorthanded goals they scored for and apply that to their penalty-killing effectiveness. He believes they can be dangerous shorthanded with McDavid out there, Mm -hmm. and I think that's why he wants to use him. So the cost of that is, one, your other guys aren't playing as much, your bottom six, and two, when it gets to the the playoffs, now you're trying to get scoring when you need to kill a penalty. So very, to me... Situational, though. He uses them situational. Yeah, again... But why bother? And again, I, too, I, I agree. He played 26 minutes. Why does he need to kill penalties? Yeah. I, well, if you're down a goal late in the game, I'm having Leon and Connor killing a penalty late in the game. Yeah. So I don't need to do it in the penalty. first period. Yeah. But late in the game, I'll have them killing a penalty if I'm losing by a goal. Because Connor McDavid's the most dangerous player in the NHL. But but it's but it's it, last year we saw him killing penalties at different times. You know, now oh, if it's I don't, last yeah, 20, I don't, 30 seconds, no problem. That, no problem. But as a main cog in that wheel, I, I just don't. I don't see the value no, I agree. for either guy. Because what you what they're doing is they're taking away um, roles for players. That's exactly. And if you don't have a defined happened. role on the bench, yeah. you're just sitting there. All you are is you're just separating the forwards from the defensemen. Trust me. <laughs> I don't care if you yeah. seriously. You, and even, I don't care if you're taking all that the grocery stick. It, it affects you. Yeah. You're the grocery stick, right? Yeah. And and so you're you're you're, you're we the year has started and we're already talking about the inability of the Oilers mm-hmm. to roll four lines. Right. And and Vegas did it last year. Right. The Vegas just did it. They showed the template of how to, and the, and the year before that, the template and the year before that, like you just keep going through it. So that's where, you know, and I've talked about this all summer. There needs to be, you know, changes and, and preparation for the playoffs and they're, they're not there right now. So that's, I guess, if you really know, that's my area of concern. What, what's really changed, right? What have we seen that's changed to get other players involved and to make them a four line team? We, we haven't seen it. That's yeah. only two games. Nope. So we've uh, we've been having a I lot agree of with fun everything with you just you, said there strides yeah, yeah we've been having a lot of fun with you but i completely understand what you're saying this is about the long haul right and you see what's happened in the past and are wondering what's going to change that right how are these guys going to feel more involved and be more involved when it matters most how are they going to be relied on for more when it matters most if it's the same old same old couple of games in We'll see what's going to happen. I think it's a great point, and I'm really interested to see if Glenn Gullitson, but really if Jay Woodcroft, because that has to come from Jay Woodcroft that says, hey, let's get both units going. And that'll come from the head coach, and it'll be really interesting to see if it does. Very quickly as we wrap up this segment, gentlemen, uh, are there any changes that you would make heading into the next game, Brownie? Would you change anything that you've seen in, in the forward combinations, and who would you start in net? I, I wouldn't change anything. The only thing I would have changed was I would have broken Nurse and Bouchard up, but they did that. Uh, everything they have, the only just if they put in, go with 7D. Just, unless they go 7D, then I would pull out. I'd probably pull out Ernie. I thought he played well, but if you're going 7D, that's why I'd pull out, and I'd go with Campbell next game. Struts? Campbell starts, and my starting line would be uh, the third line, McLeod. Say, guys, we need you. Go get him. I like we need it. You. I think that's mm-hmm. a good idea, man. Reward those guys. Make them feel like yeah. they're part of it. Uh, start periods with those guys on the ice. Come out of commercial breaks with those guys on the ice. Send yeah. them the message that we believe that you can do it and help them build an identity by letting them play with some confidence. You know what? It's funny that you say that, Ryan. And you you would do that with 10-year-old peewee kids or 12-year-old peewee kids in, in to give them confidence. And seriously, it still works for a pro. If all of a sudden the coach looks down to the fourth line and says, I want you guys to start this period, I tell you, that's an ego boost. And they're, that group that will go out there will seriously go through the wall for you 100%. if they get started at the beginning of a period. 100%, yes. But it lifts the rest of the bench. The rest of the bench is no. sitting yeah. there like, Connor's like, hey guys, set the table because we're coming up right behind you. We're going to jam it is down. Is there a hybrid throat. model? Is there a hybrid model, guys? Can you have McDavid and will kind of shift off? where one of them stays on the ice longer and the other three forwards change out. So McDavid, Hyman, and Nugent Hopkins head off. Yeah. And then you've got Connor Brown, Evander Kane, and Ryan McLeod ready to hop over the boards. But you keep one of your lethal weapons out there. Is that, is that Would that be a hybrid where you kind of, you know, you go back and forth a little bit? I, I think you'd, uh, to me, it's, again, I go back, it's all situational. If you are... 100% need a goal in the third period. The top unit stays out the yeah, whole time. Yeah. Yeah. The other, I just leave them. And then the other way is you, there's a whistle in the middle of the second period at a minute 15. Now you pull them off and you put the other group out for 45 seconds as a group saying, we believe in you. We don't, you don't need one of those guys. We believe in you guys. 
since yeah. 2021 struds since yeah. the 2021 season dry mcdavid and nugent hopkins have been second third and fourth in percentage of their team's power play time on the ice second third and fourth in the league dry 83.4 mcdavid 81.8 mm-hmm. ryan nugent hopkins 81.3 percent of their team's overall power play time they are on the ice Who's number one? Who's boys? number one? Come on, boys. Is it Ovi? It is Ovi. Yeah. 94. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? But I mean, the difference with him, he doesn't move. Yeah. He, he stays he, in he, one spot the entire time. He's a lot of energy. Yeah. He's like yeah. Brownie on the four check. Ovechkin yeah. on the power. No, I was good. Like I was on good on the. No, I was good on the four check. It was the back check that I did. Yeah. Work. Were you, uh, were you yeah. good on the four check, Brownie? Yeah. Or did you just. Well, I was really good because I was. I always had a head start. I was already up there. Yeah. Guys, I, listen, I want to make it clear. I'm probably taking some heat on the stream, but I, this is oh, what I see. People I see. I agree with you. I see uh, two uh, amazing power play. I see it. But, you know, the amazing power play is fantastic. But if no one else feels like they have a role or identity, you're not a team. You're, you're, you're watching a performance. And they got to find a way to get past that. And, and I, don't, I don't, you know, I, I think I know how I would do it. Doesn't mean the guys will like it or it'd work. But there needs to be a team feeling. And and when I watched that game last night, it was it was five six guys playing up front and everyone else just watching. And that's very hard when you're sitting on that bench to feel like you're contributing because, quite honestly, you're not. Well said, Struddy. Well said. I think you won the segment. Uh, reminding Ooh. you that Rob Brown's appearances on the program are brought to you by Kin Prince. Yes, he's got the apparel on, although his hat is reversed. Steve, we've got his image reversed so that no, Rob, that didn't help, bud. That didn't help. Uh, can print though, <laughs> high quality apparel and promotional products to take your brand to the next level. Visit kinprint.ca. By the way, I, I think I have something to show you. Yeah. So first design, we're still working on it, but oh, something there. Oh, a little gotcha back swag being designed by our good Ooh, friends at Kim Print. Classy. Oh, something, something. We got that a couple of designs nice. that we're working on. A few things. So there will be some Got your back swag coming your way. Maybe even we'll give some away on the streams here at some point. That'd be awesome. Uh, okay, that was Takeaways brought to you by Martin Motorsports. When we come back, Struddy's World. You're not going to want to miss it. And if you missed the new intro, by the way, for Struddy's World on last night's podcast, it's worth sticking around. Very short commercial break. We will be right back. Okay, heroes, are you trying to tough it out through a sports or life injury right now? Trying to prove your mettle by grinding through, gritting your teeth? Well, Redefined Health is here to say it's time to come on in. At Redefined Health, they'll high-five you for your toughness and then get to work on helping you fix the problem. Helping athletes and heroes find better balance, performance, and injury prevention, visit RedefinedHealth.com. Long Shots Golf is the destination for both golf enthusiasts and sports fans. Top-of-the-line TrackMan simulators provide a highly entertaining and accurate golf experience, while a full-service sports bar loaded with big screens and scratch kitchen make it a truly unique destination. They have locations in Sherwood Park and Edmonton. Experience the best indoor golf and sports bar in town. Visit longshots.ca. That's longshots with a Z.ca. When you make a mistake, heads should roll. It's not right. And I'm here, someone has to put their foot down. Now that I say it out loud, it does sound a little crazy. Guy look good. <laughs> Man, I look good. Man, I look good, says Struddy. Time after Struddy's World brought to you by Pathfind. If you own or operate a business, you know the value of a great employee. Pathfind is there to help you find your next star player. To help you take your business to the next level, they can help with recruitment, career transition, leadership coaching. They truly have your whole team covered. Find your organization's path forward at pathfind.ca. Strud, we've had Strud, we've had a lot of very serious hockey talk tonight. I don't know what your Strud's world is, and if it's hockey, I'm okay with that, but it's Sunday night, and I'm kind of hoping for some lighter fare. So what do you got, buds? You know, for a young man, when you move away from home and go play junior, you're lucky. Still have a billet to look after you. 
but then you, you get older and you, you move out and now you got to start to figure out how to cook meals. So you kind of learn in an oven how to put chicken in there and pork chops forever. And then I got to be about 26, 27, 28, somewhere in there. I met, I, 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 someone introduced me to a thing called the Ronco set it and forget it. It was brilliant. You just like a rotisserie grill, plunk a roast on there, man. I was grilling up stuff. It was crazy. It was a delicious, like a Brazilian steakhouse. But recently, I've really gone into the old crock pot. Yeah, that's right. I love a good crock pot. I'm telling you guys, my skills are so good on the crock pot right now. I could throw Rob Brown's wallet in there and it would come out tasting like a million bucks, uh, including his bus pass. It is absolutely incredible. Do I have a way of doing it special? I do. I prefer chicken thighs. I can do things with chicken thighs that most people couldn't dream of doing. Guy Fieri himself would be jealous. So for all of you out there that are unsure what to do uh, and how to organize to set it up, the best part about the crock pot is it's like a four or five hour process. 10 minutes to put it in there. Then you turn it on. on. I like to do it medium. I like it low and slow. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, but this is important. Then you come home and you smell it, how good it smells. Right now, my wife thinks I'm a hero. Not only am I like an eight good looking, I'm killing it with the food. I made a honey garlic chicken the other night, guys, to die for. Crock pot, it is incredible. I'm not sure if you two guys are up to it. Steve probably used it, but boys, I love a good crock pot. Brownie, I'll let you dive into that one first, pal. Well, way to come into the 2020s. You found the crock pot. <laughs> like my mother was using a crock pot back in the 70s, and you just found it. Congratulations no. on that one. Well, I found a new level of cooking. It's 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 an art form now. It's it's yeah. probably like watching Michelangelo solve, you know, a painter or whatever. So I'm gonna go full stop here on this whole deal. And Randine can attest to this. I can't stand food out of the crock pot. Oh, geez, you're oh. <laughs> honestly, but this, this might be a deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. I mean, it, it wouldn't be a big deal to lose the number two analyst on the pod. <laughs> you know where the exit is, Scruds. I mean, think first, about the right. You 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 don't like crock pot food, but you no. haven't tasted his other wallet. food. Like this is the yeah, prize for him. His roasted crock pot wallet. <laughs> I could throw one of your you know old fashioned shoes in there, Shogger. And it would come out so tender, so juicy. You would think it's prepared by a five-star chef. No, see, this is the problem. I don't know why. Every time I eat food out of the crock pot, it bothers my stomach. Oh, I don't know geez. if it's because the food gets broken down in a different way. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I get a little bit of an upset stomach, and I don't really like it. But I, growing up, I didn't like stew growing up. Oh. And everything coming out of the crock pot tastes like stew to me. You know, I think the problem is that you are used to eating things that come out of a cardboard box, like a Big Mac or, uh, you know, a, a team burger. So it's called healthy food. Your body is reacting violently to healthy food. Imagine what happens if you have a fruit salad. You might not wake up the next morning. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I haven't tried cooking in one. Maybe if I did more cooking, I would appreciate the crock pot more. Brownie, I'll do you cook what, in the crock pot? You, you, when you get the I, crock I pot. have, but I'm a terrible cook. My wife's way, way better than me. So yeah. we oh, do Holly share the cooking, but she, yeah, Holly, Holly cooks all the good stuff. And yeah. then I, I cook turkey burgers. Oh. Guys, I'll, I'll tell you what, when you open that crock pot lid after three, four hours and you look inside and you found the greatness you've created, it is a high that I seldom feel. The only other time I feel that is when I'm at the crafts table and I call a hard eight and old daddy rolls a hard eight. Bang! <laughs> There's no better feeling than that, that moment. And when you lift right. your crock pot lid. It's, guys, because you, you look inside, Those, it's like, look at the greatness. Didn't you, I you seriously our... need other thing in life because if those are your two greatest no. thrills a crock pot lid and a heart eight heart eight you need some more thrills in your yes. life reaper you says didn't i hear one day on 1260 strutty rant about banana bread credibility gone so people no. are kind of it's true you don't like banana bread no i i like banana bread but unless you have chocolate chips nuts or a oh, spread you need chocolate on top, chips. no nuts. banana bread no is nuts. inevitable if it's if it is just banana bread on its own it's 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 inedible and I, I will, I will put this on my tombstone, and uh, it's outrageous. It's Shane outrageous. Mathis, Shane Matheson says, "Wait till he finds his, 
Wait till he finds his air fryer. <laughs> no, we, my wife has an air fryer. Uh, it's to me that's cheating. You're just you're, it's there's no art to it. There's no art form to it, right? Well, and there's art to throwing thirty things into one little pot, that's turning right. it on, and coming back six no. hours later. No, so turning the knob. No, no, I going medium or more going high. That's it. That's your this only is, decision. No, there's there's this this is it. Yeah, you place it in there, but it's the sauce. It's the spicing. It's the ratio. <sighs> That's where the greatness is found, guys. It's the details. That's God is in the details, and I've found him in the bottom of a crock no pot. No greatness. <laughs> no greatness has ever come from the bottom of a crock pot. I'm here to tell well, you that. You know what? Some edible food, some couple... food. No greatness, though. Well, Struds did throw in a couple famous um, uh, chef's names. I. When's the last time you went to a famous restaurant and they had crock pot special? Well, yeah, yeah, buddy. But, but, but honestly, the sous vide is basically a crock pot. No. It's basically that's what it is. It's very similar. Very this similar. It's not setup. high end uh, method of cooking. This is not. This is this is and no disrespect. Crock pot for dummies uses it. Well, <laughs> you know, I love my wife for the amazing cooking she does. I am not complaining. There is no complaining coming. But I don't think anybody's like, hey. I'm getting the crock pot out tonight. Hey, like, we're in for something. Woo! I a box of any... wine out. Yeah, Two Bud Lights. <laughs> All right, that was Strutty's World, brought to you by Pathfind. Hey, Steve, somebody was complaining on the stream that the Weiss Johnson jingle was way too loud yeah, and I that it was that. distorted. Yeah. So can you turn that thing down a little bit and give mm -hmm. it to us mm -hmm. one more time? Well, let's try this one. Nice. Let it play a little bit, too. I, I don't have the full one. Zuby oh, has you don't have the full, the full version. All right, Zuby's got to get you the full version. Our apologies to Dennis over at Weiss Johnson for playing the music too loud and distorted. We <laughs> could not let that stand. That is too valuable a jingle on this podcast. All right, time now for Ask Us Anything. Steve has been patiently behind the scenes gathering your best and brightest comments, and it is brought to you by Match Eatery and Public House. Your destination for all the sports action, big screens, ice cold beer, all your pub favorites are perfected. Match Eatery and Public Coast located adjacent to Rogers Place in the Grand Villa Casino. For more info, check out matchpub.com. Steve, bring yourself. There you are, buddy. Hey. How you doing, man? Hey. Hey, Robbie. Nice to be your mini-me again. Hello <laughs> <laughs> down there. So oh, yeah, there. what do we got going on, buddy? Lots of stuff on the stream. Uh, lots of uh, people giving their opinions on the power play. But Reaper said uh, Holloway, McDavid, and Hyman. How about that? Would you bump Kane down? Brownie, go. I like Holloway in the top six. I don't think you bump Kane right now. I think you got to let Kane find his game. Uh, he's too big a part of this team that if you bump him down, you may lose him for a while. So I like the Holloway line where he's playing. I just want to see them get a few more minutes. Strutty, agree, disagree? 100% agree. I think you got to let this guy get it going because if he gets going, then he can maybe move some of those guys around just to maybe have different looks to your third line. Um, but who who's really going? Like, who who's, who's the guy like, this guy's buzzing five on five? Hmm. Maybe the third line's the only group that maybe is. I think Dylan Holloway needs to be put in a position to overachieve. And every minute, every game he plays in the top six where he's not producing offense, he's underachieving. This guy needs to feel confident from a third-line perch. Yes, they need to produce, but it's different than when you're in the top six. Leave him where he is. Let him continue to succeed. Steve? All right. Uh, Vinny. V Vinny at least stays back and hasn't uh, to protect and has and protects the net. He makes a difference. The 11th of January, 2023, things changed on that day. That was his first game, and I, I was actually there in Anaheim. We were at Disneyland and went to that game. It was fun. Got to see you him were do there? The, uh, yeah, yeah. The day Vinny appeared. The day Vinny appeared. He did the solo A little skate. moment. Turning yeah. point in the entire season. Struds, you're the D-man. Does Vinny need to re-enter the chat? Um, I want to see what Broberg can do. And you can't see him in morning skates, right? Or, or up in the press box. So, yeah, I'd like to see him in the lineup. But I also want to figure out where Broberg is. That doesn't everybody? Isn't that? That seems like a pretty big storyline here from now till what, Christmas? Brownie? Well, I think you put Vinny and you go 7D. So I think there's a four that'll come out and you'll go with 11 and 7. I think a day or nay, they brought him up. They were a better penalty-killing unit when he was in the lineup. And I, I'd have him in the lineup. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we just talked about needing to roll four lines. 
And uh, so now 70, we're you know, just going to throw everything all out of whack again. I think they need to avoid yeah, but you 11. Throw, yeah. You could, you could throw someone on, you could find extra ice time for a Holloway or, or like everyone thinks you got to go one, two, three, four. And if you put yeah. the fourth line out there, it's got to be just, double shifting McDavid or, or, or Leon. Yeah. You, you go one, three, four, you, all of a sudden you double shift a Holloway. You double shift a Fogel. Now mm. you get those guys some ice time playing with the fourth line. Because mm. when they go 11 and seven, that's who's going to get the bump. Is no, I didn't Holloway say what they're doing. I didn't say they're going to do that. Wow. I said that's how they you can get won't. more ice time. But if they want to get them involved, they, there's got to be a fundamental shift in the way they do. They work out the ice time. Like Steve, I, 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 they got to figure it out. Keep rolling. All righty. Uh, Mr. Blow says they can't afford Holloway's next contract if he gets top six minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no suppressing anybody. You let them rock and roll, let the cap sort itself out. Uh, no go on that one. Davin is calling for the seaweed man. They want the seaweed man back. He <laughs> loves that nickname so the much. Worst nickname. Worst <laughs> nickname in history. Ever. Ever. All right, Steve, keep going, buddy. A couple more, and then we'll uh, we'll land the plane. All right. Reese says, give me three positives out of those first two games so I stop freaking out over here. Now, I think you guys have already covered that earlier in the pod. Let's try, though. Three yeah. positives. Struds, go. You go. Three, go. Boom. Let's see if we can come up with nine here, guys. Three each. Can't have any of the same. Quickly, Ooh. go. Struds, go. I don't really think I can think of one. <laughs> okay. Fail. Well, I, I, I go. <laughs> I guess I the third, third line. Lines, third line. Third yeah. line is look good. What? No, you can't take that now. I say I the third line. In, three so I say times. the third line. Um, honestly, I don't have. There's. I don't have three positives out of it. I don't. Unless you want to add two positives from the Vancouver Canucks. You guys, get, they played very well. Uh, we've got at least. We got to put in a little more effort for the reeling Oiler fan than that. I'm going to say I thought Philip Broberg acquitted himself fairly well in his first game. I don't think that it. Uh, you know, I don't think it was problematic. I think he was decent. Uh, so I would say Philip Broberg. I would say, oh boy, it gets thin after that, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, like so. Let's go through it. Like, you know, who 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 overachieved? Oh or who even played to where they're they're like? No, I, not overachieved. Who yeah. played as well Maybe as they could have? Yeah. Crushing it in the face-off circle. How's that? Boom. No, that's pretty good. That's a reach. I mean, uh, I'm not sure that's going to make people sleep yeah. better tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay well sorry order fan we tried for nine we came up with you uh steve last one buddy okay we got a last fun one for the sunday for the hosts best bang for your buck meal at roger's place if you're a regular fan and had to pay so i guess the bigger question is if, if you guys go to a sporting event what's the best bang for your buck what are you going to buy at the concession mm. i always you know who's got beer killer. yeah go ahead go ahead sorry. beer beer just beer just beer, beer. chicken beer, fingers beer, and beer. a diet coke that seems to be my go-to i'm stuck at like 12 years old isn't that an oxymoron? Chicken fingers and a Diet Coke? Was the Diet yeah. Coke going to take the fat out of the chicken fingers? Washes it down. Mm, yeah, nothing like washing down a bunch of trans fats with aspartame. Well done, Struds. Well done. You might as well just take the sugar, bud. I don't get diet anything. What, what is with that? Yeah, I know. I believe Poison. it. I, I'm not the one who's allergic to fruit. <laughs> It's not fruit, but it's it, avocado and eggs, okay? And it's a stomach condition, and it's not my fault. Rand Dean told me if you have a multivitamin in the same room as you, you break out in a rash. <laughs> All right, time for our gem of the day. That was not gem of the day. You don't get it for that burn. That was not your best burn of the day. United Sport and Cycle presents our gem of the day. They're Edmonton's most iconic home for everything hockey. Hockey day is on now. Hockey days are on now, I should say. Save up to 30% on select hockey gear. United Sport and Cycle supporting hockey in your community. For over 95 years, visit unitedsport.ca. Let's all do a gem of the day. Why not? It's Sunday night. Let's be crazy and break the rules. Struddy, what was your gem of the day, buds? Ryan Rashad said, I don't eat food out of crock pots. <laughs> That's it? That Pots. I don't like? It's that shocking to you? I, I can't believe someone will eat what comes out of there. It's delicious. Mm. It's the highlight of my my week right. when I pull it out. All right, Brownie, what do you got? What's your gem of the day, but Well, I mean, it was so simple. <laughs> Over the years, I have showered with hundreds and hundreds of men. <laughs> Jason Strudwick. <laughs> that was true. definitely definitely true. one for the memory banks. <laughs> that was that's gonna land in an intro somewhere. Yeah. Uh what did I like tonight? What did I like? I'm not going to call my own number. You'd have to be pretty arrogant to call your own number for gem of the day. 
Struts has only done that three times so far. Well, I, I'm, I'm dropping great dimes all over here, place, buddy. You know. What yeah. You, you know, Brownie, I, I think I probably have to just team up with you. The, I've showered with hundreds of men, but it wasn't just that. You missed the follow up. The follow up was really where the gem was for me. I've seen it all. Is what he followed up with. Oh, ah, yes, from the yeah. mouth of the great Jason Strudwick. Two out of three of us say you got the gem of the day, Strudy. That what's right though. I mean, I'm just telling the truth, right? I don't think there's anything that uh, you know that I will. I was wrong about. Gem of the day brought to you by United Sport and Cycle. Uh, thanks for this, guys. This was lots of fun, Steve. Great job in the background there. Thanks to all of you who joined us on the live stream. Love taking your comments. Uh, JL saying this is a bad episode of Family Feud. Yeah, it's got a little bit off the tracks. Mr. Blow <laughs> says Struddy story. wins again. Spitted Truth Seeker says, what a crock. Wah, wah. I think Spitted <laughs> Truth Seeker might be Gene Principe in hiding. Right. I believe it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, reminder, we're going to be live at Long Shots on Thursday. We do have other swag, too, actually. Get the uh, get the Got Your Back golf balls as well. So, Struddy, maybe I'll bring our good friends at TaylorMade sent us a bunch of these. So maybe yes. we'll bring these Thursday night at Long Shots in Sherwood Park and we'll, I don't know, we'll figure it out. People can like, maybe we'll do a long drive competition or something. We'll give some golf balls away. But come out and join us on Thursday at Long Shots in Sherwood Park. We'll watch the Oilers game. We will do a podcast afterwards. We'd love to meet you. So if you're not doing anything, come check it out. That's Long Shots in Sherwood Park. Thanks, guys. Thanks to all of our sponsors, including our title sponsor, Sherwood Buick GMC. Have a great Sunday night. And if it's Monday morning for you, I hope your week gets off to a great start. Talk soon.